This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, Kitty. This is your Julie, the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher <laughs> Happy Halloween. You're listening to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and I am joined by my fellow host, Rob Humphrey. What's happening, Rob? What's going on? You in the, the Halloween spirits, man? I mean, I was trying to be, but you made me pause Halloween 3 so we could do this, so. You're welcome. Shouldn't be watching that. Bad movie. We don't have Cat this week, though. Cat is had an adventure, it seems like. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully she'll be okay and she'll be back. Yes. Or she may be dead as you're listening to this. We don't know. <laughs> I feel like we would have to change the opening to this. <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor cat. Uh, but we are joined by... I, I don't want to call her a special guest, Rob. I'm not going to do it. She's a pain in the butt. She's a special guest. Is she? Yeah, she's, she's a special guest. How is she not a special guest? Because she's a pain in the ass. Oh, well, I mean, so are all the other special guests we have on. <laughs> this is very fair. All right, special guest. Allie Surreal, what's happening, Allie? Oh, hi. Oh, hi. As always, thank you for this. <laughs> and a great introduction. You're welcome. That's what I do. I build you up, Allie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Happy Halloween and whatnot. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We have uh, an interesting movie this week. We don't usually talk about stuff that's like new. Well, mm, it's new in most people's eyes. We'll get into all of it later, but we're talking about Talk to Me. I don't remember okay. exactly how we landed on Talk to Me, but here we are. Uh, you see, I don't know. My thought process... We were having trouble figuring out what, but we had some stuff scheduled that got moved around November. We're going to have, we'll be able to talk about that stuff soon. Our schedule is going to be a little redonkulous. Not going to lie. Um, this week is obviously Halloween. Next week we have Kat's birthday pick. Oh fuck. We don't even know what that is now. No, I know. Oh no. Rob, do you think we could message her oh, and yeah, have, yeah. tell her to wait like an hour and then tell us maybe, is that fair? Yeah. All right. So we'll find out Kat's birthday pick, and um, you'll find us, or if she even has it yet. We don't know if she's even ready. But next week is Kat's birthday pick, and then we have a Patreon show to make up um, because, like I said, we had some stuff juggled and scheduled and everything got moved around. Uh, So we have that coming up the following week, and we have Murder by Numbers that we're going to be bringing back. Which, yeah, well, are we? <laughs> I thought we were. I mean, that was the 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 schedule got so confusing to me that I mean, I, I was hoping we were going to be able to fit it in, but I don't know. We could you do think it. We could be able to do it. Why could we do it? I don't know. At worst case scenario, we could do it around December. Yeah, we may. That might be the case, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I want to bring it back. I know Cat was excited about bringing it back too. So, 
I liked Murder by Numbers too. You were the least excited back when we. Well, Ali, you never listened to our Murder by Numbers thing, have you? Uh, no, I've not heard the Murder by Numbers. Okay, so that's pretty much that's where Rob Math was born, I think. Oh, Rob, God. right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we picked three franchises. The first time we did it, we did the big ones: Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, and we rank each franchise. And then at the end, we go through the master ranking of all franchise, all three of those franchises together. Okay. Um, right. So each week we rank one of the franchises, and then the fourth week is the total. So we didn't do it last year, but we're going to be doing it this year. We're still kicking around the franchises that are going to be in it. Uh, I believe we're all picking a franchise, right, Rob? Yeah, that was that was the idea. It's just okay. to make things a little a little easier honestly yeah um uh, it's it less arguments are involved if we're just like everybody just pick one uh that's not true because i believe cat said saw and you argued with her we already did saw we didn't rank them for murder by numbers yeah but we already did it you just don't want to watch them again maybe the truth, the there truth are a lot of that. them there's <laughs> a lot of movies uh and not yeah i don't know uh but so that we have that coming up I guess we can kind of, we have some Dead by Daylight stuff coming up too. Like I said, things got moved around. And when things get moved around, planning has to be done for certain things. And, you know, it just doesn't line up sometimes. So the back end of this year is going to be really fucking hectic for us. And Mm -hmm. uh, good for the listeners, though, because that. But then we get into December and then we got to start looking at the slashies at some point. Yeah. For January. It's a Mm -hmm. lot. It's a lot. And then right around the corner from that, we got Murder Madness. Yep. But I haven't yeah. even started thinking about that. I don't want to start thinking about that. Uh, but anyway, so we're we're throwing out a bunch of things. New listeners, you might not fully understand all that, but um, go back and listen. I don't know what to tell you. But either way, so we have a lot of shit coming up. Uh, but I, I wanted to make known that we didn't forget about the Patreon episode. So that will be coming up. We will, you know, you're going to get all of them. They will not be missed. So we will get to them. We got a lot of stuff to get to. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. We have a text message. We're going to get some horror news. We're going to talk, talk to me. Sound good, guys? It works. Got a lot of house cleaning to get out of the fucking way this week. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I'm all thrown off because we're not recording in a normal time. No. No, we are not. Uh, everything's all messed up. Oh. Yeah, it's terrible completely fucking weird yeah uh rob do you know what that sound is by the way uh, no. no it's in dead by daylight when you stun michael myers with a pallet that's the sound he makes play it again there's two of them there's this one and this one. Oh, but don't forget about this one <laughs> ah michael myers you <laughs> motherfucker you that's that's the best one yeah <laughs> why does he sound like a wookie I don't know. It's, that's why it's so funny. Like it, that's coming out of Michael Myers is really funny. Michael Myers sound like Chewbacca. Yeah, he does. Oh. Anyway, nine one seven three nine seven kill. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. It's nine one seven three nine seven five four five five. If you would like to leave a text message, a voicemail, a text we read on the show. Did you send a text message. Yes. What did you not know? We do that again. Um. News to me. <laughs> All right. We've had Allie, you've heard text messages on the show before, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, this one, I'm going to take a little bit of fault on because uh, we had a, a week where we didn't do a show recently, and that's when this was sent in. So it didn't get read on that week. And then last week, I'm going to be honest, I forgot. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so it was a little delayed. So my apologies to Tasha. I did apologize to Tasha for it. This is the mashed potato thief, Rob. I know. I was just actually looking at a potato meme, too, that made me laugh. And I thought I had to send it to her. And then you said her name. Pretty funny. Everything happens for a reason, Allie. God damn it. All right. Tasha's text message reads, hi, guys. It's Tasha. Waving emoji. Oh, she an emoji user. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to say my watch list has grown way too much after the 300th episode. So thanks for the recommendations, even if they weren't all horror. Cough, cough, Rob. Cough, cough. And Why does she got to be the way she is? And then, and then she, <laughs> she put a fish. You'd think somebody who had an endless supply of potatoes would be much happier. But it's not. Then she put after the, she put a fish emoji, Rob. <laughs> oh. Right. You got to live with that now. She did that to you. Mm, all right. And uh, then she said, I can't wait to watch funny games. Oh, this one's great for you. What is the uh, problem? I don't know. Oh, no. She said, but Mikey, dot, dot, dot. Come on, man. Oh, this is like Amber wrote this. How do you ask these deep questions and have so many unmet expectations with a great, oh, my God, satirical film like Cabin in the Woods? Here we go. But cling, but cling to movies like Leprechaun. Harder than good sauce clings to pasta. <laughs> you're I think I kill- like this girl all of a sudden. You're killing me, Smalls. Last but not least, cat keeping awesome. Tasha, what the hell is that? She put a heart emoji too, Rob. Yeah. Cat is not awesome. Cat's not even here. She, that's how <laughs> unawesome cat is. It's, it's a hard point to argue. <sighs> It, she hit everybody. We both got hit, but Cat, man, I don't like that. I know. I told you she's Cat's friend. Tasha, this is bullshit, man. I met you first. You gotta remember that we were friends first, Tasha. What the hell is this the pasta thing and Leprechaun? Cabin in the Woods bad. I'm sorry. It's never gonna change. We're just not gonna see movie. eye to eye. No. What it's do you all. think of Cabin in the Woods, Allie? I liked it. See? There you go. Case closed. Al- Allie likes The Shining <laughs> a lot. She wrote an essay on it. Nobody talking about The Shining right now. We're talking about Captain the Woods. <laughs> Don't change the subject. God damn it. Uh, no, it, it look, Cabin in the Woods fans, I don't know, Shark Fizzle, this might count for you, buddy. <laughs> I don't like it. It's not going to change. Like, can, can I stop hearing Leah and everybody else? It's over. I watched it for the last time I ever have to watch it in my life. I put it behind me. Leave me alone about this movie now. It's, I, I've said everything I could say. And Leprechaun is great. What a text message. Jeez. All right. You guys want to get into horror news? Yeah. Do we actually have some? Yeah, we do have some. Sweet. Rob, I think maybe we should put a disclaimer on these text messages and stuff that would like, they can't be attacking us like that. Yeah. And I thought there'd be a character limit. She went on and on and on. Jeez. (laughs) It's not the longest text message we've gotten. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. 
right. News, news, news. First thing, um, I'll bring this up first. Arrow Video is bringing the original carry to limited edition 4K Ultra HD. Mm -hmm. You gonna get it, Rob? No, I don't like that movie that much. It, it's a decent movie. It's, it's not one of my favorites or anything. It's not collection worthy, in my opinion. Arrow mm -hmm. does a good job with their releases, though. So if it is a movie you like, it's probably worth picking up. Okay. Um. Hmm. I kind of I agree with you, but I just sent you guys a picture. Everybody go to Bloody Disgusting or up for pre-order now or arrowfilms.com and check it out. It's a really nice set. Yeah, it looks that, it looks nice. I mean, I I don't need that though. Yeah, but you don't collect DVDs either, Allie. Mm, that's true. Uh, Allie's not a physical media person, huh? I'm not. I tell her all the time. She does collect she has vinyls though, Rob. I do collect vinyls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, uh, th this one might be collection worthy just because of the box and everything else. No? Yeah. Oh, do I have to go look at it? I was I was looking for something on my phone. Hold on. <laughs> oh, God forbid. Put the potato <laughs> memes down. Now. Yeah, stop looking at potato memes, you weirdo. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's I don't like these theater cards and stuff, though. Like, I don't get excited about the poster. Like, I don't get excited about that stuff because it's going to sit in the box anyway. The poster, I hope, I, I one day need to get in my basement and clean that bitch out. I'll put the poster up when I get the space. For, I have so much shit I don't even have room for now. So, uh, it, never, that, but the cards, no. Yeah, I never put those posters and stuff up. So, they just sit, sit in the box anyway. A poster came with my um, my uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses set, Rob. Oh, yeah? yeah? You throw it in the trash? Absolutely. <laughs> That's where I'd put that one. No, it's it's sitting in the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up. I, I learned about this as I was looking for news right before we recorded. Chipotle is bringing back the burrito. Allie, what mm. is this? I never heard of it before. Uh, if I remember correctly, you just go to Chipotle um, dressed as a burrito. You get like buy one, get one free burritos, which is hell a hell of a deal. Yes. Hold on. I, I, I got it. I got it. Hell of a deal. Yeah. Hell of a deal. Yeah, it looks like that's what it is. Chipotle has announced they're turning the burrito with the national $6 entree. Oh, I don't think you got to dress like a burrito anymore. What? That's like yeah. the whole thing. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Chipotle's burrito tradition first emerged in 2008 with a Halloween. Ah, so it's not anymore. Oh, they don't do that anymore? I guess not. Uh, they just a burrito sale? A $6 digital entree offer from 3 p.m. on. Oh, yep. that's not until, as fun. Until close on Halloween day. Looks like um, starting tomorrow and Halloween day, I'm going to be eating Chipotle. That's what it sounds <laughs> like to me. Okay. Um, do you just dress up like a burrito and they give you a burrito? Not anymore. You used that's to. What it used to be. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's you uh, can't do that anyway. That's like cannibalism. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm just saying. Oh man, the Black Phone Two is coming to theaters summer 2025. Let's go. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. No. They're, I don't think that movie needs a sequel. They can only ruin it with a sequel. The Black Phone is a perfect standalone movie. Leave it alone. But it's the same thing it, with this movie we're going to be talking about tonight. They're talking about a sequel or a prequel to talk to me, and it's a terrible fucking idea. Leave it alone. Make something else. Yeah. 
not everything has to have a fucking sequel. But what if they do good? How often does that happen? Fair. But what if it does? What if they do good? All right. We'll see. I'm, I'm just, in my opinion, they can only hurt the, the fucking property. Like, I don't think they're going to make anything good. Like, I don't want to say they can only hurt the original film because that's, you know, not going to change the original film. But right. it can only hurt the, the fucking property. Just make something else. We don't need a goddamn sequel to everything. <sighs> I liked it, though, man. I make would... original stuff and also more Halloween movies, please. <laughs> yeah. How do we need... What do we need more Halloween movies for, Rob? We got uh, Practical Magic. <laughs> it's a joke from the Patreon show. <laughs> we don't... I mean, there's only 13 Halloween movies. We need more. But everything oh. else, can, they can stop making sequels. I don't like that. All right. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Allie, you're not looking forward to it at all, man. I mean, I'm going to see it. But I, I, when that movie was over, I wasn't like, damn... Hope they do it again, you know. When it was over, I was like, "Damn, I want more of this." So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. the writer's strike—it's right, right. gonna have to be a prequel, which is fucking gonna be weird. Oh, it doesn't have to be a prequel. I mean, it's just about the hand, and I mean, you know, it traveling around. So oh, no, I was talking about—I was talking about Black Phone. Oh, okay. All right, this is super interesting. Chucky versus Megan. Don Mancini said, stay tuned. My God. Mm. What do you think of that? Mm. I mean, fine. Will I watch it? Yeah. Do I hope it's a lot of fun? Yeah. Will it be a lot of fun? Probably. But, you know, I'm not I'm not going to get super geeked up about Megan being in a versus film. She's only got one movie. It's not like she's some icon, you know? She got very popular very fast. Oh, absolutely. But still, I wouldn't call her an icon or anything at this point. Like, She shouldn't be going up against Chucky yet is what you're saying. Maybe she should just make more of her own movies for now. That's fair. Turn her she, into something. She could get you know the rub, I mean? though. Wrestling mm, term. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it. Now. You know, I trust Don Mancini and, and the, the team behind Chucky. Although that television show, I haven't watched any of the third. I still haven't gotten through the entire first season. But yeah, apparently uh, Mancini did uh, an interview with Variety, and it was brought up Chucky versus Megan, and Mancini didn't shoot it down. He said, "I would say stay tuned." Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean, I'm yeah. I'm there for it. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it, but you know. I'm not super excited for it either. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it'd be fun, like, but I'm not me, like, you know, super excited about it either. Yeah. I mean, when they were kicking around talks of Freddy versus Jason, I was fucking stoked. Oh, hell yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. to hear they're kicking around Chucky versus Megan. Okay. I mean, I'll see it, but. <laughs> yeah. And not for nothing, man. That. It would get Chucky back on a big screen in a big way, which is nice. Yeah. Honestly, the whole... And I'm not... I I really like the first season of the Chucky TV show. Did not like the second one and where they went. Uh, The third one I haven't haven't sat with yet. I will eventually. I haven't even finished the second season yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, The whole cult thing is uh, convoluted. 
to yeah, say the I, least. I just can't get into it. Like I've tried to watch the first season for, and I don't know why. Like it's not bad. Like when I sit down and watch that the the show, like I don't, I don't ever think it's bad. It's just I don't get sucked in the way that I wish I would, and so ultimately I just kind of stop watching it, and I, I haven't been able to make it through the first season. Yeah, fair. Hmm. Last and certainly not least, it has been confirmed that Terrifier 3 will be a Christmas movie, Rob. Oh, boy. Come on, man. <laughs> Rob. What, like, what, what do you think? I'm going to be excited about that? Like You should be. I'm not even a big fan of Christmas horror. And so now you're not- going to take... A franchise that I already don't like and set it at Christmas. Fine. I mean, uh, will I see it? Yes. Am I excited about it? No. (laughs) (sighs) The reason you're not crazy about Christmas horror is because it's usually not good. Right? Yeah, and the Terrifier movies usually aren't good. So you combine the two, that's a terrible batting average. You're out of your mind, man. They're never going to touch a classic like Santa's sleigh. That is a good one. What? Have you not seen Santa's sleigh? It's no, I don't need what? to. You gotta you see do. the stars WWE superstar Bill Goldberg, Mikey. <laughs> I know. Every time you bring up that movie, you say it stars WWE superstar Bill Goldberg, Mikey. Every time. God damn it. Um, apparently this was supposed to be revealed in the trailer, which you know you can go see Terrifier 2 in theaters. Uh, I think it's starting, yeah, November 1st, I believe. They're going to be playing the trailer exclusively there. I'm sure after the first showing, it'll be all over the internet bootleg, but whatever. Mm. Uh, and it was supposed to be revealed then, and they had posters, and it's got Art the Clown wearing Santa's face as like a fucking reverse hoodie or something. I don't know. Wearing the face as a beard. Oh, like a yeah. Beard. Yeah, like he's being Santa. Rob, that's awesome, man. Come on. That's stupid. I'll never These understand. These movies you. just haven't been good yet. Terrifier 2 is good. No, it's not. It's a it's a it's a convoluted mess. It's but better it's than the good. first one, but it's not it's not good. I thought it was great. Like Ali, are you Yeah. See? Rock Ali likes it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> Kevin in the Woods. Ali, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. you excited for Terrifier 3? Yeah, I want to see it. I, I like Christmas horror movies and uh it'd be good to have a Terrifier one. I want to see what they do. Besides where Santa's face. I want to see him do that first. Oh, yeah, definitely. He kills Santa, Rob. Art the Clown kills Santa. Mm. Nothing. He didn't kill Bill Goldberg's Santa. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Goldberg would have speared his scrawny little ass. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, The poster poster itself looks cool, cool too. I mean, it's all over the internet, but it's Art the Clown holding an axe in front of a Christmas tree. Wearing a Santa hat and Santa's face. I don't know how the fuck you're not looking forward to this. There's something wrong with you. And I also, I always like to point out when Terrifier comes up, Rob, you have to admit, this is very good for horror. It is good for horror. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And not Terrifi- just horror, but like independent, new yes. sort of IP horror. Yeah. So good for them on that. Absolutely. Uh, Terrifier 2 hit. Terrifier 2 hit theaters October of last year, and it made $11 million in the box office, which, man, like, that is, for as limited as that thing was, phenomenal. 
that they did that. So, and you know, it's healthy for the genre. Rob, you have to support it. I did support it. I've seen that movie more than you have, Mikey. You've seen it four times, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've seen it more than me. I think I've seen it like three and a half. I'm rounding you. You're getting there. I kind of want to keep you watching it more than me. Watch it again so I can watch it one more time, Rob. I ain't watching it no more. You should pass <laughs> me if you want. I've given, I've given 10 hours of my life to that fucking thing. I'm done. That's hysterical. All right, that's all I have for news. So, um... Mm-hmm. If you want uh, to, uh, I, I talked to Cat. If you want to check the group chat, Mikey, are you shitting me right now? And uh, I'm blind. All right. And you're gonna have to. Oh wait, hold on. I've got I got one for Ali too here. So I'll just send this to Ali directly. Oh, okay. So she can she can see what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming this came in anonymously from one of uh one of yeah. our beloved listeners. Yeah, I guess that means this is the Gobble Mystery Corner. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where's my button? Where's my goddamn button? Get the fuck out of here! Go back to turning tricks and old folk and you'll fade in the ass! Gobble Gooly Mystery Corner, where our listeners anonymously send in Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. This has nothing to do with horror. They just do it because they're buttholes. We try and explain the memes on the show, and uh, the memes themselves go up on Patreon. What the fuck is this? Funny. Oh hell no! <laughs> okay, it's a bunch of plates of pasta lined up, like it's at a pasta station. Don't like that. It's a bunch of different kinds. Got your marinara, you got your Alfredo, you got your ala vodka. What is that? Looks like a little bit of lasagna down there. Just like a pasta station, you get to make your own pasta. And behind these plates, there's some sick fucks in the world, are clear plastic-shaped flashlights stuffed with the pasta in <laughs> front of, in the plate in front of it. And it's called Italian Fleshlights. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to say about this, honestly. I truly don't. This is disgusting. It is appalling. It is a disgrace. And whoever sent this in should be ashamed of themselves. But it's also very funny. No, it's... it's, Bro, people are putting their dicks in there, dude. You can't put your dick in there. What the fuck's wrong with you? That is not funny at all. Dick them in the dick. The hell, dude? I think it's just Italian people's dick, so it's all right. I got an Italian people dick. I don't fucking put my dick in there. The fuck? No. God, what the hell is wrong with our fucking listeners? Who the hell not only looks for stuff like this, but then sends it in? Yeah. I mean, look, I I, I don't know nothing about that. This came directly from Kat, who I'm assuming received it directly from an anonymous listener. But she did not want to miss out on the Gabagooly Mystery Corner, which makes sense because um, as as people are hearing this, Italian-American Heritage Month will be over, but as we're recording it, we are wrapping up Italian-American Heritage Month, and we could not finish out such a prestigious month without the Gabagooly Mystery Corner, especially at this level. I hate everybody involved with this meeting. <laughs> All of them. From top to bottom. Jesus Christ. Pick him right in the dick. Fuck. This one's really throwing me. Like, I... Who the hell? I don't even know what that is at the end. Is that ravioli? 
Is it macaroni? It's all macaroni. But it's, I think that the plate all the way at the end is ravioli. I don't know. I'm not looking that closely at it. It might be lasagna or it's ravioli. I can't really tell. No, I think lasagna is the fourth one in. Okay, yeah. I think it's marinara, classic marinara, Alfredo, ala vodka, lasagna. Some, it looks like uh, Alfredo again. I don't know. Maybe I think garlic that's mac and, and oil. cheese. For some mac reason. and cheese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Mac and cheese. <laughs> no. That's that's the line. We can't be out of here fucking mac and cheese. We just can't. <laughs> we can't do that. What the hell is wrong with people? And then the ravioli at the end. God, man. I'm disgusted. I'm okay. No more gobbledygook crap. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That's it's the worst <laughs> one. I think. Before we uh, before we get out of uh, the sort of news-ish segment, we should mention that uh, Matthew Perry passed away, uh, one of the oh, co-stars' yeah. friends. And uh, two of his early acting roles came in 1989 in the uh, Tony Danza starring film She's Out of Control, <laughs> he played the character of Timothy. And in 1990, he was in one episode of Who's the Boss alongside Tony Danza as the character of Benjamin Dawson. So rest in peace, Matthew Perry. You son of a bitch. You you disguised like a what is this trick or treat for the, for <laughs> the dance crap? You you disguised it with Matthew Perry. That's disgusting, man. You can't do that. How am I, I supposed to be to, mean to this? I just want to say R.I.P. to Matthew Perry. That's all. R.I.P. to Matthew Perry. There's been a lot of friends stuff on yes. Twitter, and he was very funny. It was sad. Yes, and point out two of his credits that I'm sure he's very proud of, having starred alongside Tony Danza twice. I don't care about those credits. Impressive. Uh, don't encourage that. Fun fact: Allie. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's not that many people who've—I I don't think—that have starred alongside Mr. Danza twice. Who cares? Well, Matthew Perry probably did. Yeah. It's a big break for him. Those were early roles. God damn it! That's the work that led him to being Chandler Bing. Did you ever? Did, were you a Friends fan, Rob? When it's fine. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I, I I watched probably most of it like on Thursday nights because you know that was Seinfeld night. I really liked Seinfeld when it was on. Yeah, they they were showing like montages of him and friends, and there was the one where uh, Joey was drilling through the wall, <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes like, "Oh, did I get you?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show was funny as hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, rest in peace to to Matthew Perry. Very sad, gone young. It's fucking. It honestly is a tragedy, man. Also, a very funny person, very talented guy. Yes, I can't sure believe he, he probably got that. some tips from Tony Danza. Stop talking about Tony Danza. God damn it! We'll be right back talking about talk to me. Fuck. Talk to Why me. You? Talk to me. Why you gotta do this to me, man? This is needed Tony Danza. <laughs> what the fuck would Tony Danza have done in this movie? Oh, you can put an Australian accent around. Oi. Oi. There's a lot of oi. <laughs> All right. Talk to me. Uh, th this, Rob, was it you that was talking to me about the release of this thing? Well, I saw it as part of a, it was a mystery movie uh, when I saw it. So Regal, 
theaters has this thing called the uh, I don't know it's a mystery movie I don't know what the fuck they call it that might be what they call it I don't know but uh, basically you pay five dollars for a ticket you go to the theater you don't know what movie you're going to see the only thing they guarantee is that it's a brand new movie that has not released yet they usually show it about a week and a half before its theatrical release date they give you an estimated runtime so the runtime is normally like in the app it'll be listed at like an hour 45 for like an hour 30 movie or whatever you know it's it's usually somewhere in that neighborhood right um so they give you a rough idea and then they give you the rating for the movie but that's all you know they don't tell you they'll give you the genre nothing you just show up and they start the movie and that's how you find out what you're watching it's a lot of fun i've seen some good movies that way um but talk to me was one of them Mm. Uh, so that's how i saw it in the theater and it was hilarious because I had never seen a horror movie as a mystery movie be- before. And these things, I mean, they pack the theater for these things. Um, at least here they do. Because, uh, you know, it's five bucks, whatever. It's a cheap, cheap way to go out. But, you know, at about uh, three minutes into this movie, there's a guy who jabs a knife into his own face. Yeah. And um, <laughs> about, uh, I would... <laughs> say conservatively half the theater got up and walked out <laughs> wow that was what i was gonna ask you yeah, yeah. dangerous i one. think yeah because again they don't tell you what the <laughs> genre is so i think a lot of people were like oh it's a scary movie i don't know oh shit nope we're going we're leaving. <laughs> get the kids yeah <laughs> i did not see any kids in this one uh, it is a big family thing, though, too, right? Because if you got a wife and a couple of kids, all of a sudden, you know, movies get expensive. But if you can go for oh, yeah. know, $20 in tickets, that's a good deal. But I, I, people usually check the ratings. So I don't remember seeing any, like, kids in there or anything. But, uh, yeah, people cleared out of there pretty goddamn quick. <laughs> that was going to be my question. Like, did anyone get up and leave? Yes. That, that's a lot, man, to take in. Even us as horror fans, that was a great scene. But it it was like, whoa. Yeah, and we're used yeah. to that shit. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of comes out of nowhere, like you're really not expecting it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it happened, and I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. And then I noticed about half the theater getting up and walking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they disagreed. I don't know. But the people who stayed, they loved the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let, let's start with that scene because it was great. Uh, the movie starts off, you get that right away. I went into this. Ali, you told me. Well, I seen it around. People were talking about Talk to Me. And Allie, you wanted me to see it. I wasn't because, you know, Allie's made me watch movies like Velocipaster, <laughs> you know, things of that nature. So I'm Classic. weird. Bangers. Yeah. yeah. Bangers, she says. OK. Yeah. Uh, so I'm weary when when doing that, kind of, when Allie tells me to watch something and when she says it's good. So I didn't go in because Allie does like some good stuff. So I was like, all right. I didn't say it's not going to be good. I said it better be good. And I went in and I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. And that was in like the first, what, five minutes? Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. And it comes from out of nowhere. Obviously, this kid's in bad shape. I, I guess we should be spoiler caref- careful, even though. <laughs> but oh. uh, yeah. Anybody who's listened to this show should know that we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie at some point. Um, but yeah. I don't feel bad about saying that because it's literally within the first five minutes of the movie. And I'm sorry, you can't spoil a movie for something that happens in the first five minutes. You just can't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like it it just, they did such a good job to where they kind they pulled you in right away with, okay, what's going on here? And then they hit you with that. And it's like, what the fuck? And I love when movies do that. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if you can 
do something that if you could do something outlandish at the beginning of the movie show me i got but that's the thing you have to follow up throughout the movie that can't be the craziest thing in the movie and it's over with in the first few minutes but yeah that was like mild compared to the rest of this movie it was a good opening Uh, scene it was well shot i think it was like one shot wasn't it if i remember correctly yeah i think it was um but it was it was was shot really cool or close to it anyway yeah it was really well done and then uh that happens and you're like oh and it grabs you right there yeah yeah and and you don't know what the fuck is going on still which is beautiful right it usually something happens and you know you have some basis of what's going on. That was just like, it's, it was a shocker and it was what the fuck happened. Now you need to know it's genius. Yeah. It's so, a, it's a really, it's a really solid way to pull you into the movie. No. Um, acting was phenomenal. I mean, through the roof phenomenal. Uh, this is an Australian film. Lots of oi, oi, oi. Yeah. There's and, a lot of oi's in this movie. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but it, it, sometimes a foreign film of any degree, there's sometimes, uh, a loss of, I don't know, like certain things get lost, even though it's in English and everything else, but it's, you know, like just some, some things of the culture and stuff like that is different. And it sometimes lost here. That's kind of why, like, I like Australian films because they are, their world seems to be very similar to ours. At least in movies. Dude, the Australian hip-hop that is playing in this movie is hilarious. Yeah. I loved it. (laughs) It was so good because it's just like American hip-hop, but they're talking about like Australian cities and stuff, and they're doing it with an Australian accent, and it's amazing. (laughs) What do you mean? You don't like American hip-hop? Hey, rip out my shirt if you love me. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm just saying it's not as funny as Australian hip-hop because... (laughs) It's in an Australian accent, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. 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 But, man, the scenes, of, I guess there's really no way around spoiling this thing. If you haven't seen it yet, like, honestly, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Does anyone think I'm out of line for that? I'd say one of the best movies this year, for sure. It was on my top 100 list. Yeah, I wish I don't think I seen it before that. No, I couldn't have, Allie. It wasn't on mine. No, you didn't. No. So damn. I have to redo the fucking list. So now um I forget what's getting pushed off for it. But uh off the top of my head. Like it it would easily be top easily top fifty. Easily. And I'm approaching like probably pretty easily top thirty. Am I out of line for that, Rob? Hold on, I'm looking to see where I put it. Somehow my top 100 has 102 movies on it. I don't know how that's happened. The hell? <laughs> I don't know. Probably counted for the ones that aren't horror movies. Who the hell knows what I did? Like number one? Yeah. <laughs> so I had it I had it at 72. Oh. Uh, mm. It's just low. above It Follows. And What's above below, it? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And uh, no. Yeah, I don't know where I would put this thing, honestly. Uh, I'm not going to go through it now. 
Allie, you said the best of this year. So you wouldn't put this as like one of your favorites of all time? It may or may not be on my list. May or may not be. Wow. I'm shocked. I, and see, well, it, okay, it was released at a festival. So for me, it was a last year movie, a 2022. That's what I was thinking earlier. So it's not even really new. Yeah. Technically, just no one really heard about it until recently. And I have it at 21 of last year. Hmm. Okay. That's movies overall, not just horror movies. Okay. See, my thing with this is if I'm looking at, you, you know, making a movie, the acting, cinematography, all that stuff put into one. It's phenomenal, but it's not something I can sit and watch a lot because it, it was, they did too good of a job with just the, the scenes of, from so many levels, man, the chaos that they were able to, to, to capture the effects that they used doing it and the moods they were able to set. Like when that when that girl thought her mom was talking to her dude, you can like almost feel that. And as great as it translated on film, it's not something I'm gonna want to sit and watch very often. Yeah, the performances are great, especially when um they're especially the the lead actress when she's playing possessed. Oh, in the beginning, you can see everything about her demeanor; everything changes. It, she does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think everybody's good in the movie, but she was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and every everybody during their possession scene, dude, it it was uneasy, mm-hmm. and they had a weird atmosphere of it where it was fun. As weird as it sounds, it they made it fun, and there was those like it was such a roller coaster each time they did it, and it was fun. And they were laughing and. You know, it, it felt so harmless, but then it, as soon as that switch flipped, it got so tense and so serious, and I was glued to mm-hmm. it. Well, it's a, I mean, the whole thing's sort of a metaphor for like party drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, that's how it always starts off, right? It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Somebody overdoes it and fucks everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's what and and it translated so well because they used a fucking possessed a hand, a demonic hand. I don't know what to call it, a demonic hand. They said it was an embalmed hand of a psychic. Okay. Yeah. Encased in ceramic. Yes. Which you bought, Allie. I did. Ironically enough, it's also a bowl that you can smoke out of. Oh, really? You got one of those? I did. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get it. I was looking at the one that came with, like, the, the special Blu-ray package that they put out. Oh, okay. But it was really expensive, and I was like, I don't know if I want to pay that much. Plus, it didn't have the writing on it. Like, it was just a plain hand. Oh. Um, then they were like, and you and your friends can write on it and stuff and, and make it your own. And I'm like, I ain't got any friends, and I don't just want to sit here and write on this fucking thing by myself. Fuck it. I ain't getting it. <laughs> You call your son and be like, here, come on, right on dad's hand. <laughs> That'll go over well at school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, but that thing was awesome. How much did you throw at that, Allie? I don't want to talk about it. It was like $110. <sighs> but it looked really cool. And it already has 
pre-writing on it. So I don't gotta, I don't gotta do that. You gotta call your kid down to write on your hand. No. <laughs> Atmosphere they were able to set with this thing was crazy because they hit, they hit every note they were trying to hit perfectly. And it's so rare that that fucking happens. Yeah. They were able to build a lot of tension and have it pay off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the scene where, and the, you know, the party drug thing and, you know, it, it all translated so well and it was relatable. Cause you know, I mean, I don't know. Most people I've been there, like you're at a party. A lot of people are doing some shit. Sometimes it's shit you haven't done before. And they're telling you go ahead and do it. And so then you do it. And it's like, whoa, that was great. And you see this girl get addicted. Mia, I think her name was. Yeah. Gets gets addicted to it immediately and that was before the mother you know she would you mm -hmm. seen her struggling with the stuff with her mother and everything but even before she thought she talked to her man she was hooked and you yeah. could tell somebody uh, somebody asked her what it felt like i don't remember which character asked her that and she's like it was amazing like you know oh i think the kid asked her yeah i, th I was thinking it was him too but um i, I couldn't remember exactly yeah. And yeah. and that kid, man. The and you know, another thing they did too, they I, I talk about a lot. There's a when movies spend too much time trying to give you story you don't care about, it feels long, it throws the rhythm off, and it's it's just I, I like when movies can just gloss over certain things, and if you could tie that <laughs> excuse me if you could tie that in with the acting that's all you need they'll be able to portray the story visually and you could tell by their body language and their reactions and everything else and it's perfect and that's what they did here you could tell this girl was struggling with her mom and then they had the other aspect of you know the mother struggling with the two kids and you know, she's alone and dealing with them and they're doing shit they're not supposed to do. She's got to work and keep a fucking eye on them, you know, and it, it just all pulled together. Like it showed you these kids are all that woman has, man. And honestly, it felt a little bit like a Terrifier 2 thing. Cause oh, Rob, yeah, I, just like Terrifier 2. Yeah. <laughs> that was the parallel I was going to draw too. Son of a bitch. Rob, I think you even said you liked the mom character in Terrifier 2, right? I did like the mom character, yeah. Right, because it's relatable. Like you could tell, like she's being a pain in the ass to them, but it's because she's got so much on her fucking plate, you know. And, mm -hmm. and the mom that, character in this movie is fantastic. She's great. She's great, phenomenal. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and at first it showed, you know, kind of like in Terrifier too, where she's just kind of being that pain in the ass mom that we all remembered our moms were when we were younger. Cause you know, we're trying to do shit. We're not supposed to do. And they know, and it's that battle. And it's just like, that's all she is at first. And you know, she kind of sounded like my mom, a very blunt, straightforward to the case and on your ass, but it all comes together when, you know, something happens to one of the kids and like she tell, like she's portraying that's those two kids are her world. And to be able to damage that boy and her at the same time. And then the sister, she feels terrible. Mia, she feels terrible. It, it just, the way they were able to pull it all together was 
phenomenal with very little time on backstory. Yeah. yeah. They did a great job creating the world, creating the characters. We knew who everybody was um, quickly. It didn't take them two and a half hours to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I think that, uh, it, the funny thing about this movie was I had heard of it before I saw it at the mystery movie thing. And I was on the fence about seeing it because it was made by YouTubers. Was and it? And when I hear YouTubers, <laughs> I typically like, oh, fuck that. Nope. But, um, you know, I got <laughs> tricked into seeing it and they made a great movie. It was it? I didn't know that. You knew that? Yeah. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, I was actually looking up to see, um, yeah, Danny, okay, so brothers or family, so sorry. that's crazy, man. And you know what? It goes to show, if you know how to make a good movie, you know how to make a good movie, period. And it's kind of nice that we're in an age like that now where, it, well, it's sometimes unfortunate because people who don't know what the fuck they're doing can make movies if they have enough yeah. money or resources to do it. For better or worse, anyone can make a movie now. Yeah, I never heard of these kids. I'll look into them really quick. Uh, kid's 30 years old, man. He made one of the greatest movies I've ever fucking seen. That's crazy. The I want to talk about the possession scene with the boy for a minute, because that was crazy. You know, he sees them all partying around this thing and having a great time. And then he sees some cool shit happen. And, you know, Mia's telling him it's great and everything else. And when I I expected the kid, like watching that scene, you you felt something bad was going to happen to the kid. This was my, my ride on it, guys. Mm-hmm. You felt something bad was going to happen. And it kind they kind they they faked you out in a couple different spots. It made you think, oh, he's just gonna die using it because he's like not breathing and all that stuff. And then and at that moment, I was like, oh shit, okay. And then they switched to it being Mia's mom talking to her. And then it's almost like they made me forget that this kid's in danger. Cause they pulled me into that and she's telling her, wait, no, I'm talking to my mom. Don't end it. Then that kind of reminds you, Oh shit, wait a minute. This kid is in, she's in this kid or whoever it is in there. And then it just hell breaks loose. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's well done. Um, and it does in a weird way, sort of place the the blame on what happened to Riley on Mia, right? Yeah. Absolutely it does. She makes them not end it. Right. And she's the one who agrees to let him do it. His sister says no, he's not doing that, leaves the room and then Mia says okay. Which she she should have right, she should have never let him do it even in the first place. And then she like Ali said made it even worse. Yeah. So that's, oh. I think a slasher radio stance is let's not let children do drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the stance or yeah. possessed mummified hands. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which Allie now owns. I don't own yet. It's on pre-order. So. Oh, it's a, a fucking pre-order, Rob. Yeah, yeah, pre-order. They ran out of the first thing. So. Damn. How long does it say? How long? Uh, it said end of December. 
That means you'll have it in July. <laughs> <laughs> it could. If it's anything like vinyls, you'll be lucky mm-hmm. to have it in July. Yeah. Yeah. It, Allie, what'd you think of that scene? Um, that scene was it was hard to watch. It was uh it was very well done though. Very like you thought you knew what was gonna happen, and then like the mom thing. Mm. And I don't even think that's her mom, to be honest, but no. Uh, yeah, it's like I knew something was going to happen to that kid, but oh, I was not ready. No. And that's the thing, because they pulled you away from it. Which was like, like, how do you do that? Like, that's what the whole scene we you think sitting and watching it is about. What's going to happen to this kid? And I completely forgot about this kid and I'm looking at him. Oh, you got that whole scene at the first party where like the ghosts are like telling that kid to run. Like, you know, something terrible is about to happen to that kid, but it makes you forget because you got this sweet mom voice telling her she loves her and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I was not ready. No. And again, Mia's acting. Dude, she folded when she heard that visually. Like her whole body, her eyes teared up. She got it, it, she was she was possessed with being able to hear from her mother and you know, I I I don't like that because I looked around a little bit on this movie because I I just I love this thing I I cannot get over how well it was done, and I wanted to see if it was just me like if I was overreacting to it, but uh, it was mostly good that I seen. But you know, a lot of people are like, oh, um, it makes no sense. Why would she think it's her mom? It's like, well, yeah, but when you're in that moment, you don't fucking know, you know, and you're so desperate for it. That you believe it. And, I, you know, I, like, I don't. God damn it. And I don't ding them at all for that. No, I don't, I don't ding the movie for that. Um, I, I have some other issues with the movie, but not that. What are your issues, Rob? Let's hear. It. I think the, I just think the rules of, of what is happening, the rules of this world aren't well defined throughout it. Um we're we're sort of given information about what's possible or or what's going to happen or or what the the rules to this thing are and then they're just completely disregarded and broken later. What do you mean? Um I think that we see things happen that probably shouldn't be able to happen. I I don't know. It, there's I don't know if it's that the rules I I guess I said the rules are being broken. I don't know that the rules are being broken. I just don't think they're very well defined. I thought they were pretty well defined. What what in particular? Well, uh, for instance, um, we're, we are told that um, the um, the longer that they're they're in you, the the weaker they get. We don't really ever see any evidence of that. Um, yeah. I don't quite understand. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't quite understand how they are able to do things in in the real world, uh, like when the uh, the fake version of Mia's father attacks her. Like that doesn't make sense to me. I didn't well, like that. I think I think that's because um, she went over ninety seconds. No, I, I get that. I, I I get all that. That's the whole reason any of this happens. But I still don't understand how they're able to affect things in the real world in that way. Like I get it that if they were able to affect the decisions that she made, like what we see at the beginning of the movie with the guy who stabs his brother and then jams a knife in his face. Yeah. That I get. They made him do that. But to flat out just attack her doesn't make sense to me. Um, I just don't think it's very well. I don't think it's well defined. 
I didn't like that either. That that was the one thing I didn't like about this movie was the thing with their father attacking her. And it and it was that was kind of what I took from it too, Rob. Like it it didn't from everything else we seen, that was kind of it was out there. It was like, okay, you know, even like the thing with the foot, that was weird. She, you know, the, <laughs> that fucking guy throughout this movie, he, he he made out with a dog and then woke up to somebody sucking on his foot. And again, it doesn't really make sense to me how that happened. Um, and we're given rules that I think are seen that aren't necessarily true later on, but I don't even really ding it for that too much because that would happen in reality, right? It would become this sort of urban legend thing where people would just because when they're trying to help Riley, there's a lot of guesswork going on because yeah. they don't really know. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't really bother me, but I, I, anytime they're guessing about how it's like, uh, it's like final destination with the Tony Todd character. He always seems to just be guessing how to fix it and stop it, but he doesn't really ever seem to know, but he seems so sure of himself at the time. And they do that throughout this movie. And I find that to be a little bit annoying. I did say that when the, that dude's brother from the beginning had said, Oh, it's weaker. And I, and I out loud said, how the hell do you know? You know, like, I mean, yeah, he dealt with his brother with it. Sure. But obviously that didn't go well. It didn't right, seem yeah. weak in that moment. No, you know? it did not, didn't seem weak at all in that moment. No, um, but, but again, we don't know. It could have been worse. I, it just mm-hmm. didn't seem, there was no, I don't know why they would have said that. And they didn't propose it as, I think it gets weak. It seems to get weak. He said it gets weaker. Right. He says it as a fact. Now, I will say that in Riley, we do see it get weaker. Yeah. We we have evidence that with him it got weaker, but never with Mia. No. Yeah. Um. And then the, the only other thing that really hated, I won't say hated, that I did not like about this movie is that when the little girl takes Mia, lets Mia come in so she can see where Riley is on the, you know, in quote marks, other side or whatever. I hated that. I do not like that in movies in general. I don't ever want to see the other side. Leave that a mystery to me. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I I did not like that. And those weird flashes of like, I don't even know. I don't know if those people were eating him or they were fucking him or what they were doing. I have no idea what was going on there. <laughs> Why? Two you things can be true. What the hell's wrong with you? You can't say that. <laughs> Jeez, Rob. No. What <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Are you gonna beep that? <laughs> I think I need to. <laughs> I'll make a I'll make a game time decision while I'm editing it. You might I mean, have another. Says, I don't know what was happening there. That's all I'm saying. Clearly, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a great experience for Riley. Whatever was happening, um, but it didn't like I, showing me that doesn't add anything. I don't need that. Yes, I agree. And we've seen. Um, you know what? She deserves for me to look up her name because I usually don't do this. Uh, Sophie Wild, dude. She she could pull that off. Like all you needed was a you know her grabbing the hand, whatever she did. She can don't show us. Let her reaction be right. what we go by. And she could have pulled that off. I agree. Yeah, yeah, she could have. We did. We didn't need to see it. Whatever it was. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's true. Yeah, 
No, I agree. That part was unnecessary, but I, I didn't hate it enough to not like it. I didn't like it either. It it wasn't done super well. It wasn't a bad, you know, but it just didn't, it was like Rob said, it wasn't needed. Like, it was like, I, I now I know. The, the part of this movie that's a lot of fun is you don't know throughout a good amount of it. And just, just keep me there. Keep me guessing. Keep me thinking. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. But and again, though, along with all of these complaints, and you'll see this in my score, it didn't ruin this movie for me. It didn't. No. It didn't take me out of the journey. It didn't. None of that. I still enjoyed the ride. Like it, it's it, these were just things that I noticed that I was kind of like, I wish I wish these rules were a little better defined. Uh, I didn't need to see that. I, you know, why are they guessing about how to fix this kit? Like it, it was just a lot. Yeah. 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 I can see. I, I'll agree with you on that. That is true. It's true. And I didn't mind the vagueness of the rules, uh, given like that hand, it's got all those names on it. Like it's clearly been passed around a lot. So they're basically getting like telephone information basically uh for the rules of what to do with it and how the ghosts behave so that kind of it made it feel more real than like this is exactly how this works i, I, I wish point. it stayed like that is yeah, the thing you don't, like, you don't get an embalmed psychic hand encased in ceramic along with an instruction booklet like i get that <laughs> <But> ali might <laughs> yeah it does but have instructions I, that come with it <laughs> yeah. but i just feel like I, I don't know when i'm watching the movie i, I need it just a little more defined I, I, I'm fine with, I'm in the middle ground of both you guys. Cause I do like that. It wasn't defined, but I don't like that. They tried to define it. Like Rob was saying, where it's, you know, it's kind of like final destination. You know, you're sitting there reading me the rules and I'm like, well, how the fuck do you know? Like, this isn't that kind of movie. Like you shouldn't know what the fuck is going on with this thing on any level. So then I, I'm, I'm in the middle of both of you. I, 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 they shouldn't have presented it as fact is my only issue with it. Yeah. yeah. They presented it as what they knew to be fact. <laughs> that was the other thing, honestly. The thing that kept tripping me out were the two dudes who like who had the hand. They're the hand guys. They were yeah. like the, <laughs> it was so... And they always like walking around, they put their hood up, like, oh, they can find out we the hand guy. Like, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It well, looked, I mean, if you... If you think about it in the metaphor of of drugs, then yes. they're the drug dealers. Yeah, and that's what they were with a hand, yeah. and it was so funny to me because I I know guys like I knew a guy like that that had a walked around with a fucking iguana. I know exactly what they were, but it was just <laughs> weird. he had a bag full of very nicely smelling plants. These guys had a mummified hand, it was yeah. just, and there was no change in who these people are. You got the hand guy, you got the foot guy in North Carolina, remember? <laughs> oh, that fucking guy. Hallie, you never seen that guy. The the hand and foot guy? Just the, the foot, foot guy. Oh, who's the There's foot a, guy? I'm going to send you a trailer for this movie. You got to okay. watch it, Allie. It is, the trailer is fantastic. It's called Finders Keepers. The documentary is amazing. Uh, but it's a true story of a guy who bought a grill at an auction and found a foot inside. <laughs> okay. And then... Thought he would get rich off of the foot. Yes. So yes, he was yes. selling. Instead, instead of freaking out and destroying everything and calling the police about the foot, 
He decides this foot inside the grill is his ticket to fame and fortune and starts selling tickets for people to come look at the foot. <laughs> what? Yes. And, and then, then the guy whose foot it is wants the foot back, and he doesn't want to give it back, and they end up going on Judge Joe Mathis or whatever the fuck that show was called, <laughs> that television court show. It's it's insanity, and it's all true. Wow. Yeah. How, yep. how do you just leave your foot in a grill and come back later like, hey, my foot? It's a, it's a complicated story. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> and they're all rednecks. Nuff said. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine seeing a foot like, I'm, I'm rich. <laughs> it's a foot. <laughs> that fucking guy. Watch, watch about half of the documentary. The other half is sad and boring. It, but it that does. first So half. it starts out, I will say, the, the documentary itself starts out really funny and absurd, but it does actually start to become this heartfelt, really sad story. It's a very good movie. It is. The problem is the beginning is so ridiculous, it kind of invests you a little bit to be like, how the fuck did this end? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got there. I just sent you the trailer. You can watch it, Ali. It, it's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so you had the hands guy. You got the foot guy. I mean, you know, it happens. I guess. But, yeah, that was tripping me out the whole time. They had fucking teenage weed dealers walking around dealing a mummified. They weren't even <laughs> selling time, but they were just going around doing it. They were the worst hand dealer of all time. Well, I think they were filming it for like their TikTok or something. They were getting views. Ah, uh, true. That's the yeah, currency yeah. with teenagers, right? Yeah, yeah. They had to true. do their uploads, get their likes, likes yep. and views. That is money. Wild, isn't it? That literally, yeah. literally does translate to money. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. It can anyway. It can. We haven't um, quite mastered it yet, but <laughs> apparently you can. Allegedly. Yeah. So uh, we're dancing around spoilers with this thing, somewhat, I guess. Um, the ending I find to be a little ambiguous, uh, yes. which I don't mind. The thing is one of my favorite movies ever, and that has an ambiguous mm. ending. Uh-huh. Um, do you think, um, I'm trying to think of the best way. I, 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 there's no spoiler free way for me to say yeah, it. Yeah, there isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know if we can discuss that or not really and be spoiler free. Yeah. Um, watch the movie, I guess is what we're saying here. Yeah. I think yeah. she pushed her. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think she threw herself into traffic or did she, did her friend push her? I think, think either way, she wasn't going to do it. You think? Based just on the like foreshadowing from the kangaroo in the road mm-hmm. thing. Like, I don't think she was going to be able to do it, but I think she threw, I don't know. Either way, she wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that made me, and I noticed that on this second watch, um, that made me think maybe her friend pushed her is because the wheelchair that Riley's in is tipped over. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she kind of grabbed her away from her brother's wheelchair. It probably got tipped over in the process as she pushed her. Yeah. Because if she if Mia threw herself into traffic, I don't see why she would be a dick and knock the kid's wheelchair over before. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> I'm going to do the right thing, but fuck you too, right? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I I thought she pushed her, but yeah, uh, Ali, when we watched this, you told me what you thought of it, and that was very interesting because I thought I in, when I was looking at it. It was either she was going to do that to push this kid into the traffic or, you know, the kid's sister pushed her and stopped her. I didn't think the depth of 
she wasn't going to do it anyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was the like that because that's even sadder because honestly, like, it's not like Mia would have done this herself. You know, it's not like right. she is a bad person. Right. She's possessed and dealing but with that all sort this of shit. Gives, that sort of gives credence to the idea that she threw herself into traffic, right? Because that, yes. the, the spirit yeah. of her, her quote unquote mother um, is telling her that, you know, she's proud of her. She's doing the right thing. Yeah. And it also shows character growth from earlier in the film when she couldn't put the kangaroo out of its misery. Mm-hmm. That, you know, she's finally grown as a character and now she's going to do the right thing. Like it, like it's clicks in her that what the right thing to do is when her quote unquote mom says that. Yeah. Um, so I could see it going that way, but I still don't understand how Riley's wheelchair ends up tipped over if she did it. Maybe the yeah. sister grabs him out to like cradle him. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Could be. But that is the saddest ending that she wasn't going to do it anyway. And she got pushed because, you know, what was the sister to do? Um, and yeah, that is the saddest ending. I, but yeah, I, you kind of want to hope that she threw herself, right? Yeah. Because Mia was a great character and mm-hmm. her struggle was, you know, and no one's believing her and all this shit. Like it, that, that's why I like paranormal movies when they're done well is because it, there's such isolation. Cause you know, a lot of people's first thought is to dismiss it and, and not believe you yeah. or be scared as fucking stay the fuck away from you. One of the two. And you- what? You will say you like paranormal movies, but you dismissed both Ghost Shark and Ouija Shark right out of hand. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. And those are paranormal movies. Mm-hmm. That's true. They have sharks in them. Not all paranormal. I said when done well is what I said. Those are not done well. I don't know what you're implying, sir. Mm, I think I'm pretty clear. You figured it out. You're a smart man. I, yeah, I didn't. I I would like my ending would be I would like to think Mia did it because you know as sad as it is that would mean she killed herself and she knew she was going to that was you know why she did it but it's it's like she overcame though still and you you're kind of proud of her for doing that and saving this kid's life and you know ending her own misery and all that but you mm-hmm. know I I we don't know which is fucking awesome. And that and that's another reason why it bothered me when they were kind of listing rules as fact, because it's like, man, this thing was a question mark literally from the beginning of the movie to the end. Yeah. You know, well, we're not teenagers. They're going to think they know all the rules and know how to do something. That is a very good point. We do see somebody, um, somebody else playing the, the game with the hand. And it being Mia that they're talking to, which implies that Mia is then stuck in this limbo mm-hmm. these other spirits are stuck in. So what does that say about the ending? Does that give us any clue? I don't know. I, don't I think, think it so. says that she died with them still attached to her, so she belongs to them. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a good point, because they do mention that a couple of times, that they you sort of belong to them. Yeah. Yeah. Are you being astute, Allison? I know. Look at me. It's almost like you pay attention sometimes. Wild. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I, I think there's a lot to unpack in this movie, and I, I've seen it twice now, and I'm not even close to unpacking no. all the questions and everything. Uh, but I think that makes it, you know, an interesting movie. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. She she sits down with the dude. That is such a good fucking movie. 
It really was. They left you with so many questions and yet didn't leave one stone unturned at the same time. That's so impressive. Goddamn. All right, do, uh, like Rob said, we can go on and on and on and on about questions and how many things they done they did well. Uh, do we want to get into uh, news? Uh, not, not news of it, the uh, facts of it? There aren't very many facts. Okay. Uh, it's a fairly new movie, you know. Uh, but I do have some. Uh, the budget is estimated at $4.5 million. Uh, the worldwide gross is $90.5 million. Um, so they made about 20 times their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, six hands were made for the movie, just in case any of them happened to get damaged or broken. Nice. Um, the film was banned in Kuwait due to the appearance of a trans actor. I didn't catch um, that. I don't remember. The first lead star, this is the first lead starring role in a theatrical film for actress Sophie Wilde, mm-hmm. who I imagine will be getting um, plenty more opportunities in the future. And uh, the brothers who directed this, I, I cannot say their last name, Filippo, maybe? Filippo, does anybody either. know? No. I, I have no clue how to pronounce it. Anyway, so, sorry. No idea. Uh, not that they care that I don't know how to say their name, because... <clears throat> They have attracted more than 1.5 billion views on YouTube and over 6.5 million subscribers. God damn. Allie, why don't you got that on Twitch, bro? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those are the facts that I have for this movie. Okay. Honestly, I I had no idea. I've been lazy on, you know, looking into stuff since we started, like, Rob would do the facts because, you know, like, I I just don't want to spoil it and i'm probably gonna find out anyway did not look into these guys at all very interested now yeah yeah Let's and we didn't there. they're on youtube and they need your support <laughs> no the fuck they don't so we need their goddamn support <laughs> but honestly it, it, we, we didn't mention throughout this whole movie too a24 look look at them mm-hmm. yeah yep and uh a24 has apparently um already I believe Green lit a sequel. Good. Oh, yeah. I well, saw that already, yeah. Is it good? No, no, I didn't see it. Like, I saw no. that they were having a sequel. Yeah, no, but is that a good thing? I mean, it, it goes back to what I said before with the black phone to me. Like, I, I think this is a perfect standalone movie. I don't think it needs a sequel. Um, I'm not sure that I really want a sequel. I don't know how you top this or make a better movie than this with the same premise. So I don't, I kind of don't see the point. Um. If it's a sequel, though, and it's sort of like just showing some other group of people playing with this hand, fine, I I guess. But if they do like some sort of prequel where they try to explain too much about the hand and where it came from and its history or lore or whatever, I'm going to hate it. I don't need all that bullshit for this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I hate when movies try and be ominous and have all these questions and then make a prequel. It's like, bro, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Now you wasted but, two movies. I mean, look, I, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't think it's necessary to have a sequel, but it, it cost four and a half million dollars to make, and they made over $90 million. There's going to be a sequel, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Just hopefully they can, they can do it right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, are we ready to port in with this thing? We are. Do you, you want, want the, reviews? Do you want, oh, you, you got want, reviews, Ellie? I do. 
Oh, look at, look at Allie showing up. Wow, look at you. Okay, Allie. It's almost like she knows how this show works. Almost. <laughs> you listened a couple times, huh? I heard it a couple times. All right, twice. Uh, but on uh, IMDb, it uh, has an average rating of 7.2 mm. out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the tomato meter is 94%. God and damn. And the audience score is 82%. Okay, that's better. So yeah, they're they're a little bit off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I pulled a a uh, let's see a one star, which I didn't think there was gonna be, but there turns out there be a lot of them. People are so fucking stupid. I swear to God. I pulled a one and a ten. Which one do you want first? This is the one out of the way, right, Rob? Yeah. All right, one star. Not worth to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the title okay the director insults the intelligence of the viewer we know that this movie is scary but the element of imagination is very basic it seemed that more noise was used to make it look scary than scary elements you notice that the actors forget their mistakes in a very childish way and repeat them again the script was very lame throughout the movie you are looking for something special to surprise you but it doesn't happen and you are faced with repetitive and very weak scenes the movie was not only not entertaining, but also very boring and basic. I was not expecting a very special movie, but this movie was very boring. That wow. review was very boring. I know. <laughs> Did they watch the right <laughs> movie? Are they sure not, they... What? Not worth to watch. <laughs> not worth to type, dumbass. Yeah. That was Shark Fizzle. Yeah. He didn't even watch it, and he said, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, All right. was, I, I disagree. Candy bar? Absolutely candy bar. Yeah, yeah, good one, yeah. That's like crunch. All right, in our 10-star review... Uh, wait, wait Allie, hold on. Yeah. Real quick. I just thought of something. Rob, we should start calling, like, if they get a candy bar, call it the Humphrey Crunch. There you go. All right. That's not bad. That's pretty good. All right, maybe. Workshopping. Make a note. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, the 10-star review is titled Incredible. Uh, this is the first time in a very long time I have been truly unsettled by a horror film. Mm -hmm. I just kind of had to sit with it for a few minutes after the credit roll. This one is going to stick with me for a while. Horror is one of my favorite genres, so when I saw this was the choice for a mystery advanced screening, I was delighted. This is Rob's. Oh. Everything about this film was completely on point. The story, the acting, the special effects, the cinematography, and the direction, all of it was just amazing. Was I horrified? Yes. Was I thrilled? Yes. Did I like it? Four dots? Yes. Four dots. Am I, dots. Am I going dots. to see it again? Absolutely. Nice. Wow. Four dots. That's a lot of dots. Three is the, what was that, Allie? Three is the way to go? Uh, three is an ellipse, yeah. It's the appropriate way to. Yes. Three dots. Yeah. Any more. You're, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll do six. That'd be a double ellipse. <laughs> <laughs> double lips. Holy shit. Yep. Wow. Anyway. Really keep you in suspense. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I'm still not exactly. I'm a couple of point points off. Mm -hmm. So does anybody want to go for Rob? You usually have yours ready, right? Um, I've got mine ready. I also have cats. Oh, cat wrote a statement. She did. 
So we, we've got a statement from Kat. Do you want that now? Oh, boy. Tell See, <laughs> here we are. I've never had to deal with a cat statement before, but I've had to deal with a couple of yours, Rob. Right. Mine are always a great time for everybody involved. Yours always pisses me off. There's never been what a time that hasn't. You know damn well what you did. And I wish you wouldn't do it. Uh, what do you think, Allie? You call it. I don't know. Mm, I feel like it's pretty safe either way. What'd you do now? All right. So we've got a statement from Kat, R.E. from the desk of Lady Valor. God damn it. See, already. <laughs> Motherfucker, Kat. Talk to me was a surprising gem in what was a slow horror season to kick off the year. I didn't get the chance to rewatch it and reserve the right to adjust my portnoy upon rewatch, but my theater memory score is an 8.4. Okay. That's not there bad. All right. Not as annoying as I thought it would be either. I thought maybe... She would try and pull I mean, it's you not like there. one of my statements, though. It sure was not. That was a good statement, Kat. <laughs> I could have did without the Lady Valor and RE stuff, but good statement. You're going to make it official, Mikey. Since when? Since when <laughs> do we have to make anything official on here? Uh, all right. Rob, do you have yours ready? I do. Um, okay. And overall, I really, really enjoyed this movie, and... I saw it, like I said, it was at a mystery movie screening. I didn't know what movie I was going in to see. And when I came out of the theater, I thought it was was really great. And uh, I was real pumped about it. And, and I kind of was curious as to whether or not that was just sort of because it was that advanced screening sort of, you know, they they talk about festival goggles that people get. Like at film festivals, yeah. people will rave about movies that actually aren't really that great. And I was wondering if there wasn't some of that effect to it. And I hadn't watched it since until um i watched this yesterday and uh no it, it still really holds up i think it's a really great film i have some nitpicky complaints um here and there but there are things that i can look past because it's such a well-made film and, and i do think it's a it's a fun story and a good time i i give it an 8.1 8.1 okay Allie, do you have yours ready or you want me to go i'll go okay um I really enjoyed this movie. I liked the atmosphere that they were able to create and the cinematography was beautiful. The acting was awesome. I really liked the story. There, Once again, there is some little things that kind of bothered me, but it wasn't enough to take me out of anything. Yes, very important. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, 9.6. 9.6. I really, really enjoyed this movie. That is up there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't see scores that high often. No. No. Um, all right. Honestly, I have not seen this is the best horror movie I've seen. Like first watch in a long time. Long time. Very long time. I it it, it was it was damn near perfect. It was damn near like kind of like Ali said. There were a couple things, and we had talked about them throughout the episode. But and that was a great way to put it, Ali. It didn't take you out of it. That's very, very important. And a lot of movies like sometimes they'll just flat out take you out of the fucking moment with certain shit, man. And it's like, oh. And then you have to readjust all kinds of stuff. And that's not fun. So this didn't do that. Uh 
you know, it's it's hard to come across a perfect movie, so I'm not gonna dinger for it. But goddamn man, the tones they were able to set and the way they were able to hit them was incredible. And I'm looking through this is one I have to look through my other port noise to kind of adjust. Well, well, not adjust, but to see where I'm I'm gonna land with this. And I think the the highest movie I ever the highest score I ever gave to a movie was Pujo, and that was a nine point seven. I'm giving this movie a nine point eight. Wow! Look at honestly, you. man, dude, I I really fucking like this movie. And yeah, they they're acting like a Jack Frost or something. <laughs> no, that would have been a ten. But no, it it you don't you. I don't want to watch this movie often because of the way it makes me feel and how uneasy it is. That's good. That's impressive. That's hard to do. And these mm-hmm. kids have never made a big movie like this before, and they were able to pull this off. It's wild. Yeah. They did a great job. Yeah, and it's it was phenomenal. It, it all made sense. All even the spots that were kind of funky, you could see it. You know, it's not like it was completely out there. Nine point eight, man. Stand by right. it. So that uh, that is clearly approved because no one gave it a score below the line. No, and uh, it is officially approved at a nine point zero flat. That's got to be the highest approval we've ever had. I'm looking through now because I believe it has to be. Black Christmas might rival it. Henry was a portrait of serial killer, 8.6. Cujo, a 9. I had a lot to do with that. Um, 8.5 to Barbarian. X might be up there, too. This cat. Hellraiser 8.6. I thought that might have rivaled it. 9.2 X. Okay. Yeah, and Cat also gave that a 9.8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's still the second highest, tied for the second highest movie we've done. All right. Hell of well, a that deal. feels right. Yeah. Yeah. We got that one right, I think, guys. Mostly me. <laughs> if you guys want to adjust your score, like, I don't mind. I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with my 8.1. Mm, you want to be wrong, that's fine. Um, all right. So Slasher Radio on Twitter, patreon.com forward slash Slasher Radio. Oh, what? Before we get into that, we do have Kat's birthday pick. Oh, she did have it. I forgot. Okay, nice. Yes. She sent it. Um, she's she's upset. Oh, not boy. upset, but a, a little sad that she's not here to announce it herself. But uh, she says, because I was nicer with my birthday pick than anticipated, and I was. Tusk. It was a good movie. Mm. Um, and in the spirit of coming together, her birthday pick this year will be Shaun of the Dead. Wow. Mm. <laughs> you got taken a hell of a high road. Yeah, she did. Okay. What was my birthday pick again? Rob Zombie's Halloween, you did. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were the only one who was a dick about it this year. I was not. I was not a dick to cat about it. Oh. See, that's how you do things. <laughs> Piss <laughs> off one person. <laughs> that's the way to go. Um, it, it, you know, unlike what I did last year when I picked Jason Goes to Hell and I didn't even watch it. That was a good <laughs> move. You got to admit. <laughs> okay. Call the Dead for Cat's birthday. 
All right, so next week we have Shaun of the Dead for Cat's yeah, birthday. Hopefully Cat will be here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be weird uh, if we have to do her birthday show without her. Jesus Christ. We'd have to have Mr. Cat's boyfriend on instead, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so next week is obviously Shaun of the Dead, celebrate Cat's birthday. The week after that is a Patreon pick and uh, stuff up in the air. We got to see what's going on past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it for us this week. Slash radio on Twitter, patreon.com forward slash slash radio tier starting so three dollars a month. There is a free trial option, all that good stuff. And um that's really it for the show. I'm at Mikey's Dead, and uh you can check out Cult FM. I'm not gonna change it because you're on here, Allie, just so you know. You can check out Cult FM that I do with Little Miss the other show that I do with Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. Huge clown penis. You can check out Cult FM wherever you are listening to slash radio. Rob, what about you? Uh, I am uh, across all social media at Radio Rob One Two Three. You can find me there. Please don't. You're not Uh on TikTok at Radio Rob One Two Three. Although I know that fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) I still can't believe they denied my claim. He he reported him, Ali, for impersonating a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking guy, you believe him? That's hilarious. Um, I should try to, maybe I should try to get that to go through again. Um, do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, but, but in most places at Radio Rob one, two, three, if you want to find me on TikTok, you can, I don't even remember what the name is on TikTok. I don't ever post anything there. I only use that to watch Greg's lives and, uh, some other funny videos that I see on there every once in a while. Your, your um, TikTok handle is actual radio, radio Rob. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's right. I made it actual Radio Rob one two three, and then followed the guy that has Radio Rob. <laughs> you petty motherfucker, dude. Um, I forgot I did that. That was a long time ago. So anyway, yeah, that that's that. You can also listen to the uh, show that I do with Cat, uh, the Nick Fucking Woo Cage Cast, which uh, is available wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Nick Effin Woo, you got to search. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to search for Effin. They won't let you say fuck in the name of your show. Yeah, just like we won't let you say here. Oh, but you just said Yeah, add it to the counter. God damn it. <laughs> I'm up to 26. Rob, you're at 43. That's a lot. At the end, we for the slashies, we have to go over the the final tally for the bleeps of the year. Uh, yeah, we got to remember to do that. Yeah. Oh, I won't There's a lot of slashy stuff I got to remember to do and I haven't even thought about yet. Yeah, Allie, you got some bleeps on here, too. Nice. How many? Three. Mm, I got to work on that. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, also follow Cat at Cat underscore Valor, V-O-L-E-U-R. Uh, I think she's at Cat Valor on all other ones. Uh, she's She says, yeah. like, Instagram. Uh, and CatValor.com, where you can check out her book, uh, Revenge Arc, and um, what was the, the puppet? Puppet Shark. Shark. Puppet Shark. Yeah, that's still an all. Why she's doing I'm, that? I'm not sure when that when that's available or anything else, but she is working on that. I, I don't know what the deal is there. I don't know what the deal is either. Puppet Shark. But keep out, keep an eye out for it. I'm sure it'll be good, even though it's puppet shark. And Allie, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Let everybody know where they can check you out, man. I'm at Allie Surreal on uh, Twitter and Twitch and everywhere else that I don't check, like Blue Sky. <laughs> but yeah, that's... <laughs> Blue Sky really came and went, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Well, I really thought it was going to be something. It's because it's by invitation only. There aren't enough people on there, man. Yeah, but once you get an invitation, you don't give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> You're yeah, in. They, 
but yeah, you get in there, and the, but there aren't enough people. Like it's, I don't know, it, it's true. tough. It's tough because you already have such a built-in Twitter following and and people right. you interact with and stuff. To try to switch all that and start over is rough. I don't want to start over again. I don't even want to continue what I'm doing on Twitter. Mm. But I like Blue Sky. I think it's a I think it's a nice app. I, I like it a lot. I just it's there aren't enough people on there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ali streams mostly DVD uh, Sunday, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday. You can catch me in her stream sometimes too. Oh yeah, that's a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> she also has watch parties. Oh that, yeah, uh, she has on in her Discord every Friday uh, horror movie, usually a shitty B horror movie. But uh, you had Five Nights at Freddy's. You did this week, Allie. It's shitty B horror movie. Yeah, uh, B. That's <laughs> <laughs> not B. No, and Rob showed up for that one for the first time at a spite. I think I think I made some people mad in there too. <laughs> I think you did. You yeah. made me mad in there. <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> and you didn't just give calm one down, shit. nerds. It's just a movie. <laughs> I know one. You had at least one person in there pissed off me. You showed up. What the only time you showed up at one alley's, and she's had movies with your name written all over it, mm-hmm. House Shark and everything else. And this one, you showed up just because you said. Five Nights at Freddy sucked, and you did, and you wanted to watch me watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you spiteful son of a bitch! Hmm? Nothing, nothing yeah. to say for yourself. What am I gonna say for myself? No, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> God damn it! Good night from Slasher Radio. What the? <laughs> you have zero shame. Zero. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast.